Welcome, 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 my friends. You are listening to It's Simply Digital, and I am your host, Lisa Williams. This is the podcast that gives you tips, tricks, and strategies to up your digital marketing game and make you a savvy digital success. We dive into all things business, entrepreneurship, and of course, digital marketing. You are listening to episode 103 of It's Simply Digital, and today's guest is Matthew Turner, and Matthew is an author and ghostwriter, and his latest book, Beyond the Pale, will be released in summer of 2021. Hey, Matthew, welcome. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Lisa, thank you so much for having me on the show. Very excited to speak to you. Where are you calling in from? I am calling in from a fairly small town in the north of England called Halifax. We're in Yorkshire. And sandwiched pretty neatly between Leeds and Manchester. Those are the two main cities up here in the sort of north. And I'm in the middle of them. Awesome. Well, welcome. I'm excited to to have you on my podcast. And let's just dive right in because you have, um, you're an author, and you have a new book coming out, correct? That is right, yes. And one of the things that you, um, that you really talk about and that you really um, dive into is the anti-hustle. And I know um, as an entrepreneur and as, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs, they feel like if you're not hustling and grinding, um, then you're not doing something right. And we have this mentality that we have to always be hustling and grinding to create momentum. And so, you know, let's talk about that. Like what what is that anti-hustle? Well, yeah, it's fundamental to the book Beyond the Pale and played a big role in my life in recent years. And for me, there's kind of the two levels of hustle. There's the conscious version that most of us are aware of. And it's like you said, this idea of always needing to be grinding. If you're not working hard enough, then you're not working hard enough, you're not enough, and you're constantly going to, you know, fall behind. So it kind of gets you in that mindset of that you need to work longer, you need to work harder, grind it a little bit more, 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 more. Right. But then the element of hustle, which I think is a bit more below the surface, and it really very much stems from the modern world that we live in. We're constantly connected. I mean, the two of us right now, we're able to grab a call, totally different time zones, for free, across the computer, boom, happy days. And you probably have your phone somewhere in the vicinity there. I've got mine in the vicinity <laughs> here. I'm doing this on a laptop, so I can just quickly swipe to the right, and there I am on your website. So we're constantly connected at all times, mm-hmm. constantly connected to our work. We're constantly connected to social media. We're constantly connected to distractions and escapism. And one of the big elements of that, especially these days, is that we are always connected to other people's life. I can right. just, with what, what can I do here? I'm swiping my thumb up, one press, two press, and I'm in Facebook. And I'm just scrolling. I can just scroll in the space of 
five, ten seconds, I can compare my life to three, four, five different people, different people. Same with Instagram, sure. same with LinkedIn. So there's the, for me, that's kind of a hidden area of the hustle. That idea that you're always connected to other people, you're always connected to the world, and you're always comparing yourself to them, the edited reality. And that taps then into you thinking, right, well, they have that car, what do I want? I have that house that I want. They seem to be happier than me. So maybe I need <laughs> to work a little bit harder. So the two versions of the hustle work hand in hand. But I think a lot of us will focus on, okay, the hustle is very much just working all nighters. And right. if you're not doing that, you assume you're not caught up in the hustle. And don't get me wrong, that is a part of the hustle. But there's more to it than that. And I think when many of us take a step back and are honest about our life, myself included very much now, you, you realize actually yeah, I'm, I'm more caught up in the sort of hustling grind more than I probably appreciate. So why do you think we are always comparing ourselves to others? Is that because we have access to to constantly be in touch, like you like you mentioned, do you think this happened um, more so? Did you do you think that this type of comparison happened pre-social media, or do you think oh, it's yeah. because of social media? No, I think it's probably been with us for as long as humans have walked the earth. I imagine, you know, cavemen and. Women <laughs> walking around comparing their caves to other people's caves, uh, their fires to other people's fires. So <laughs> I think, it, you know, envy is a very human trait. We, we're jealous, we get greedy. And for the most part, as, as humans, we're insecure. Even right. the strongest willed person, even the person who is absolutely dead set on what they want, what they have, are content we are still insecure. We have those thoughts and those feelings within, that little inner voice nagging away, just getting you to question things. Am I right? right. Can I do it? Right. So it's just, for me, just stems from insecurity and self-belief and willpower and all these things which are very human. They're very much a part of us. We can't just get rid of them and just because you dive into personal development and kind of get locked into it doesn't mean you're just going to rid all these human traits they are a part of you they always will be if you didn't have them you would be a robot <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't be human they're what make us human so yeah in my right. opinion this comparison culture will have been a part of human history but it's in overdrive these days, just simply down to the connectivity of it all. Uh -huh. Like if you think, if you go back 50, 60 years, there was still that comparison. There's a, you know, the saying of keeping up with the Joneses, right? Constantly right. comparing yourself, oh, I've got to buy that car because the neighbors have got that car. Oh, the neighbor's lawn has been cut, so it gives you the motivation to cut the, your lawn and keep tidy. <laughs> Whatever the neighbors are doing, you feel like you need to do. So it's mm -hmm. always been there, but but now we're just unable to escape it because it's on the TV, it's on the laptop, it's on the phone. And we're not just getting it from the media. We're not just getting it from celebrities and from films and that kind of culture, but we're getting it from everyday folk. 
I think there was always that <laughs> that sort of distance where, okay, yeah, I can see the celebrity had it, but I appreciate that celebrities are celebrities. They're a bit different to me. But when you're scrolling online and you're just coming across someone like you on social media and you see them living a supposed better life than you, you know, quote unquote, better life, then it makes you just doubt yourself even more. It feeds that insecurity, which then leads into, I need to work harder. I need to work longer. <laughs> and that's then fueled even more when, You've got many influencers online saying, oh, yeah, you've got to hustle and grind. You know, right. You've got to work late. You've got to work hard. You've got to have all these different income streams. You've got to have this, that, the other. It's it's relentless and it's exhausting. And, you know, there's a lot of fake information or misinformation out there as well. You know, somebody might post um, a picture of themselves in front of a Learjet or, you know, some kind of fancy car and, you know, portray themselves as a seven figure plus earner based on whatever they are selling and then, you know, how they could get you to that point as well. And so then, you know, we feel compelled to like go, oh, well, I want the Learjet. I want the the fancy car. And how do I get there? And so we're sucked into these these rabbit holes where that person might not even be what they say they are. You know. So, um, and and I I love how you say, um, you know, we we have such immediate access, so it's so easy for us to just constantly, constantly compare. So what are some of the ways that we could take a step back and stop that comparison trap? What what are some of the things that we could do to keep ourselves healthy? Well, it's a great question. You made some great points there, so I'll come to that in a second and I'll just reinforce what you've said there. It's not just the influencers either. It's not just the celebrities of the world who are purposely deceiving you by saying right. kind of a jet. If you think about the stuff you personally, the person listening right now, the kind of things that you're sharing on social media, the images, the videos, are you sharing the real you or are you only mm-hmm. sharing the good stuff? Mm-hmm. And it's not like it's a conscious thing, but most people, most of the time, are going to be sharing content, sharing images, sharing videos, whatever it may be, when they're feeling happy. Right. When they're feeling down in the dumps. And even if they're feeling a little bit down, just wear a mask, put a bit of a fancy spin on things. So those people who aren't purposely deceiving you, they're still only usually, not, not everyone, some people are very transparent with what they share on social media, but most people are giving you an edited version of their life. They're only mm-hmm. giving you a slight peek into what they're feeling. And the other part of all this, which brings into some of the things that we can do to take a step back, is that you think about when you're, when you're mindlessly going through social media. You're quite often doing it, at least if you're like me, when you're wanting to procrastinate. When you've got that spare five minutes, when you're feeling a bit down, when you're in a social situation and it's a bit awkward, you know, you get out the phone and you just start mindlessly doing it. So we so often are on these platforms. We so often access this hyper-connected world when we're already a little bit fragile. 
when we're already a little bit insecure, mm-hmm. which then further makes us go, oh my God, I'm lazy. Oh my God, I'm not doing enough. Oh my God, that person's doing this on a Friday night and I'm sat at home only doing this. You kind of get the point. So it can <laughs> right. be toxic. So some of the things that you can do, like I say, you can't stop being human. You can't rid insecurity. You can't just decide you're not going to do certain things. But I think it it begins with awareness. It begins with being conscious of your role in the hustle, being conscious in your role in this society. And it's not to say that this society is bad or good or anything. It's just, it is what it is. It's very mm-hmm. connected, very fast paced. Mm-hmm. It's very relentless. And just because you're not working till three o'clock in the morning, doesn't mean you're not caught up in this hustle mentality. So just being aware of that, makes a huge difference because when you find yourself mindlessly scrolling through social media and you have that awareness, you can say, what am I doing right now? What am I doing right now? Am I actually spending my time wisely? What am I hoping to achieve from this? It's not to say you shouldn't be on social media, but what are you consuming? Why are you consuming it? And it just, that hint of awareness, conscious mentality can just halt rabbit hole of misinformation that you say I mean, and it you're you become aware of the fact that i'm comparing myself to this person right now and i do it all the time you know as an right. author i'll see you know i follow other authors who are further down the road than me and they're on amazing <laughs> calls with amazing people and their books are doing really well and this that and the other and they get featured and you know my brain straight away goes oh my god why did they have that not me what am i doing wrong maybe i should be doing what they're doing and some of these people I aspire towards, you know, they, they inspire me. Right, but right. I am not them. We are on different paths. We are on different journeys, different points in our journey. And following this person is fantastic fuel for me, motivationally. But once it becomes me getting down on me for not being them, it becomes toxic. And that awareness alone can work magic on you. Because you just give yourself the permission to just step back and go, hold on, I need to have a quick word, reevaluate, <laughs> and carry on. Sure. Um, you know, I know for me, I've, I've found myself mindlessly, you know, on social media searching for whatever. And then you click on one thing and before you know it, you've, you know, you're 15 clicks in and you've, yeah. you know, you've got to someplace. And I think what we don't realize is the algorithms feed us what what we're looking for. So if we click on something that we're interested in, I'm I'm just going to say travel, for example, it's going to feed us more sites like that, more information like that. You know, what if you said, you know, traveling abroad or traveling within the United States or traveling to Mexico or traveling to Canada or wherever, you know, it's going to feed you more information like that. And so if you're looking for negative information, um, it's going to constantly feed you that. And so these algorithms are designed to keep us on the apps, to keep us on the platforms and they do a great job of it. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> they are. I mean, it's, it's an unfair comparison because 
it's it's like AI, it's artificial intelligence, it's taking all of the amazing logical, rational aspects of the human brain and removing all of the emotional nonsense. So right. it's it's just perfect yes. from a from a marketing perspective and from Facebook's perspective, because you're just forced down not just any old rabbit hole, but a tailored rabbit hole for you in that moment. Yes. So yes. it hooks you, it keeps you there, and it's relevant for you in that moment. Like you say, you might be all about traveling right now to Korea. You know, you want to go to South mm-hmm. Korea. You're giving all the information in the world right there for South Korea. Well, tomorrow you might not care about South Korea. Right, right. The relevance tomorrow might be, you know, you're thinking about buying a new dog. So <laughs> it's a very difficult thing to compare it to because, yeah, back in the day, certain TV channels fed you certain information, certain newspaper fed you certain information, and you were given, you know, a general set of content that was made for the general population. Now mm-hmm. it's fed to you directly, which again can be fantastic. But it can also, if you're going in, like you say, there with that negative mindset, if you're just in not a great position, it can lead you down just one toxic level after another. And you just feel unworthy. So what do you do right. when you feel unworthy? You work a little bit longer, like a little bit harder, try a new income scene, follow that shiny object, and so on and so on. Right. And so, you know, that's how we're led down these paths is because of the, like you said, like the AI and the and the algorithms, you know, in the past, before pre-social media, they, it was just general content, but now it's so hyper-focused and so hyper-personalized based on what you're searching. And so, you know, one of the things I, I really agree with you on saying, you know, we have to create that awareness. So for me personally, I decided to get off of social media other than for business purposes and engagement purposes for business, but to, I I really, really try hard to avoid reading content um, because what I was finding is obviously last year when COVID hit, you know, just the, just the whole range of emotions that were going on with people and everybody seems to go take those um, out on their, you know, their platforms, they tend to share that information. And so, I found myself, you know, going down different rabbit holes and getting anxiety and depression because of it. And so I I had to take a step back and go, how is this serving me? What what purpose is it creating in my life? And and what am I doing? Yeah, absolutely. And as you say, it stems from just having that little bit of awareness. Mm-hmm. And at some point, I think you just need to be, I suppose, honest with yourself is probably the big thing. Just that honesty of saying, okay, I know that I'm kind of stuck in this right now. I know that I'm very much caught up in this side of things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. So it, you can then from there do something about it. You can block certain social media apps. You can make sure you're only subscribing to certain YouTube channels and certain podcasts. Sure. You're only following certain blogs. And just tailored, just like 
like you say, get off the news feed where the AI is always going to <laughs> feed you, feed and you, feed and you, feed and Just like, okay, well, I'm just going to focus on this. Right. This right. is where I'm going to get my news from. This is where I'm going to get my entertainment from. So you're going to somewhere to get your information, to get your content, rather than the content coming to you all the time. Sure. I think that's one of the big things. If you're going somewhere specific to get, something that you want be it to do with your business or anything else it's fine it's okay but it's when the content is constantly finding you and it can become quite toxic i love that you said that when the content's finding you i'm going to write that down <laughs> um okay so i, I kind of want to shift gears a little bit and talk about success and i think so many of us define success by uh, the house we live in, the cars we drive, and the money that we have. And so what really defines success? It's a, I love how you brought it up, and it's a perfect time, really, because it follows on from the hustle. If you think about right. everything that we talked about with the hustle, keeping up with the Joneses and everything, right? Mm -hmm. It's very much built around it, it feeds this notion of what success is and what success is not mm -hmm. so it's very much linked this idea of what success actually is it's called to and the hustle very much linked understanding what success means to you also makes escaping the hustle and keeping clear of the hustle that much easier because you're going into life with greater intention so whether that's work-related, personal related whatever, it makes it easier to, to be very more, more disciplined with the content you're subscribing to. Because you're saying, mm -hmm. this is going to fuel me, this is going to positively impact me, so I'm going to go for it. All this other stuff won't, so I'm going to get rid of it. So in order to escape hustle, it very much helps to have a good understanding of what success means to you. And that's a very personal thing. It's impossible for me to say what success means to you, Lisa, to any of your listeners. Mm -hmm. And it's never set in stone. Success today for you could be one thing. It could be around financial freedom. It could be something to do with, you know, a family, having young kids, maybe, um, whatever it may be. In 10 years' time, kids may have left the house, so success changes. Sure. You know, you've, you've got the business and it's working and maybe you've sold the business. So success is going to be different. So success isn't this one and done thing. It's malleable. It will change over time. And indeed, it has the power to change you for the good and for the bad. But what it is, it's at all the time, like at all points in your life, is it, it needs to be a very personal, specific thing for you. And that's the danger of the hustle once more because it feeds you into this comparison culture and we've been at the mercy of this from a very young age our parents brought us up to see success in a specific way not for any fault of their own it's just how it is school the same you know study harder you know go to certain universities yada 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 Success is certain things. The media very much does it, just society as a whole. And it's not to say money's bad, 
having a good job is bad, going to university is bad. It's it's not saying that. But what the point is, is that success means nothing unless it means something to you. And for right. most people, again, when they're honest and they take a little step back, they realize that they may have been spending their entire life yearning, desperate for something, perceiving that car as success or that particular salary or that particular mm -hmm. job at that particular firm or owning a particular house or moving a particular to a particular city. And they're like, once I get that thing, I'll be happy. Once I get right. that thing, I'll be successful. I can, I can step back then from the hustle. I don't need to do that anymore. Once I've got it, I'll have it and I'll be good. <laughs> but it just doesn't work like that. No. People get there and they realize I'm still unhappy. I'm still not content. So, yeah, you need to appreciate what success means to you. And for most people, they have been chasing something for a very long time and they've not really been questioning it. Well, they're, they're chasing something external and, yeah. um, you know, so therefore it's, it's not like you said, uh, if I could just get this one thing, then I'll be happy. And then you get that one thing you've strived, you've hustled, you've grinded, you've worked to get that one thing. And then, you're not happy. So, you know, success has, is fluid. I love how you, you describe that because it is fluid. It's, it's changes on a moment to moment basis. Success might be you create, you, you made a good meal one night, you know, and the next morning it might be, uh, you know, I got my kids to school on time. I don't know, but it, it's very fluid. So I think when we think internally versus externally, and, and, and like you said, stop the comparison trap, stop the, the hustle and the grinding and really just think, what do I want my date to look like? And what does success mean to me if I accomplish that today? Absolutely. And I love how you say that because you can look at success in a few ways. There's success in the short term. What does a successful day for me look like today? Mm -hmm. successful in the, in the medium term what does success for me look like for me this quarter this year and then there's success in the long term you know you might be striving for a big goal and it might be an external something it might be a house and you're wanting mm -hmm. to do that for your family which is absolutely there's nothing wrong with that it might be a particular salary or it might be something external to do with your company you want to get up to a x amount of users or you know get up to seven figures it's not right or wrong but it's having that intention is what you mentioned having that intention having that purpose making sure that it means something within it's not just this outside force that you're chasing it's, it has purpose it has meaning sure sure i know i try very hard for me personally um the minute i wake up i lay in bed for a few minutes and i think what what does this day in, in entail what what's going on today i kind of think through my day and then how do I want to show up and how do I want to be present and how do, and like, I don't ever say the words, it will be successful if I do this, this and this, but I do say, how do I want to show up and what do I want it to look like? And there, therefore that is success to me. 
Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's a great way to start the day. And yeah, success is just a word. You know? Right. Right. You, yeah, success is just a word. Hopefully people listening will kind of see the, the premise and the point here. It's it's not just chasing a dollar sign. It's not just chasing a, a particular job role or salary. It's something that needs to mean something to you. And if you sure. can make commit your life, your profession, whatever it may be, to something with meaning, it makes it so much easier to distance yourself from the hustle, be more present, like you just said and build greater intention in all aspects of your life. Yeah, yeah, really, really great. Oh my gosh, just great information, Matthew, that you've shared on success, on hustle, on comparison, on, you know, it just showing up and, and thinking about who you want to be every single day. So um, how can we get a hold of you? Uh, how can we find out more about you and your book? So the, the book's website is probably the best place to go. It's beyondbook.co, so beyondbook.co. And that'll give you all the information about Beyond the Pale and allow you to, to get, and get a free sample. It's a business fable, so it kind of combines both fiction and nonfiction. It's very much a a novel written for today's sort of online entrepreneur or if not entrepreneur, someone who just spends a great deal of time working online, caught up in the, the online hustle, if you will. Sure. So you'll be able to learn all about the book at beyondbook.co and then there's links to, you know, my, myself, my Facebook, Instagram and, and such. Awesome. And we will make sure to link all of those up in the show notes. Uh, so Matthew, thank you so much for sharing such wisdom, such knowledge with, with myself, with my audience. Um, I, I really do appreciate it. And I hope that um, you stay safe and thank you. Thank you so much, Lisa. It's been a absolute pleasure. Thanks again for listening to It's Simply Digital. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. It helps me bring on some amazing guests. And you can get a hold of me at itsimplydigital.com or Lisa at itsimplydigital.com. I hope you have a blessed day.